from deep in the heart of Dallas, Texas, it's the Best of the Outdoors podcast, brought to you by Texas Fish and Game Magazine, the voice of the Texas outdoor nation. I'm your humble host, Dustin Von Warnke. So excited that you've taken the opportunity to download this show or stream it online however you are listening to us. Thank you so much for doing so. That just means the world to us. And uh, just doing a first podcast of the NRA series that we're going to start this weekend. And um, just wanted to test out my equipment and do kind of a little solo show. Not a very long one, so I won't keep you long. But um, I'm going to have some other guests on the show is my hope this week. And uh, we'll kind of see what's going on. This is a weekend event from um, early part of May, first week, first, first full weekend of May. Um, and it, this is uh, in Dallas, Texas, at the K. Bailey Hutchinson Center uh, Conference Center, and um, this is going to be a lot of fun. I mean, I, I broadcast kind of live, if you will, for Shot Show back in uh, January, late January, and I uh, had Chester Moore on, had a handful of other people. Don't have a big cadre of this of uh, of riders at this convention. Uh, like Dustin Ellerman and Chester Moore, but I've got some other folks that I've been wanting to bring on the podcast for a while that I want to do an interview with, and I'm not sure if that's going to come out as part of the NRA coverage or after the fact, but uh, I've got some stuff lined up here at the show that I'm really excited about. And then you'll just get me, uh, which I know a lot of y'all don't mind, just me uh, talking about a lot of the products and stuff that I'm seeing and some of the uh, trends I'm seeing in the industry and those kind of things. I just love to have the chance to share that with you and kind of the way things are going and the one thing's always clear at each NRA show I've gone to, uh, this will be my third one. I've gone to Louisville, Kentucky, which was 2016. I've gone to Atlanta, Georgia, which was 2017. And now this year it's in our home state of Texas uh, for 2018. And uh, I'm just really excited about this show because you really get to see the love of the Second Amendment, um, you know, the right to bear and keep arms. Here at the show, just hardcore. I mean, Friday's busy, but Saturday is just torrentially busy, and Sunday's not much better. Uh, of people that are just coming to see all the exhibits, they're coming to attend the uh, the uh, the National uh, Rifle Association meetings and stuff like that that are going on. President, uh, Vice President, I should say, Pence, Mike Pence is going to be here on uh saturday i think it is and um i try to distance myself on this show especially about politics and that kind of stuff and the nra certainly is a political uh uh force but you know i try to just keep things light and uh moving and (laughs) and fun so i won't get into any serious issues there i'm just kind of kicking around that i love to see the second amendment strong and i love to see that we have a support of that kind of stuff especially here in texas but elsewhere too people from all over the world travel to come to this show and it's a lot of fun to kind of see what people's viewpoints are and talk to people even random strangers um you know i just have a good time you know taking the opportunity to visit with all these people and uh, kind of share what we love about guns. The first NRA show I went to in 2016, I met the company, um, Luke is his name, uh, with Desert Tech. Uh, I forget what Luke's last name is, but Luke's a, a listener to the show. And I really thank him for li- listening. He's been listening ever since I met him in 2016, and we did the podcast stuff together. So uh, Desert Tech's a fine company. They've got the MDR. They've got a wide variety of... Um, of uh, bolt action, long range guns, scopes, optics, um, they, they carry, and then uh, silencers and ammo. And um, anyway, I just give them a quick plug. I'm going to probably meet with them while we uh, while we do the show here. 
Um, but it, I got to meet with him, and we almost had a podcast together, just him and I talking guns, you know, when I met him in 2016, him and, him and I are kind of good buddies now. Uh, we see each other at all these shows at Shot and NRA and that kind of stuff. It's kind of cool. So for those of you guys that like to tune in for fishing content, I've been pretty heavy on the hunting stuff lately just because we've had sponsors. We've talked a lot about hunting and fishing both, especially the last podcast or the second to last podcast being a review podcast of hunting and fishing gear. But I will have a fishing podcast coming up. Uh, probably within the next two weeks of you hearing this one live or you know as it comes out um i've got a uh, fishing podcast that i've done with crosswater outfitters uh back in late april when we had our event at lake belton outdoor lake recreational uh, pavilion and uh, recreational area rather blora um and i've got a uh, a podcast coming with them about freshwater fishing which is something we've not talked about in a while so stay tuned for that but really excited to have the opportunity to just um you know, share this kind of stuff with you about the second amendment. You know, there's been a lot of news. There's been a lot of media stuff. There's, there's a lot of controversy going on right now. And I try to steer clear of all of it because as a hunting and fishing magazine, our position is to have no position about some of that stuff. Um, unless it really does affect what we're doing in the hunting and fishing world. Uh, there's boycotts going on. There's, there's all kinds of, you know, companies pulling out from other companies. I just read a story of a gun manufacturer pulling away from a, a retailer because uh, they, the retailer doesn't support the Second Amendment. They don't believe anymore and that kind of stuff. And um, it's, it's just one of those things where I, I'd like to say, can't we all get along? But uh, it's not that easy. You know, there's a lot of gray areas in a lot of that stuff. And um, I just want you guys to know that I support the Second Amendment. I believe in the right to bear arms. I love doing these shows, these podcasts, because... Um, it, it helps strengthen. It's cathartic for me, which means it's uh, it's beneficial to me to do these shows. And it's kind of a creative outlet for me, but it's also a way to educate and motivate and inspire you to go out and do the best of the outdoors, whether that's shooting, whether that's hunting, whether that's fishing, camping, hiking, whatever the case may be. I mean, I just want to thank you so much for listening and tuning into our stuff and uh, and and seeing what we have available there. So. Uh, I was going to bring up one sh funny story on this podcast. A couple of weeks ago now, I've been to, uh, I went to uh, Mason, Texas, where I hunt deer, and I was invited on a turkey hunt there. And it's spring turkey season uh, here in Texas, and by the time you hear this, it may be over. But um, I had a really interesting experience with getting in full camo, and I typically will hunt not in full camo because I'll hunt out of a pop-up blind and that kind of stuff. This way I've hunted turkeys before. But uh, it was one of the most challenging hunts I've been on, and we ran into a rattlesnake that almost bit one of us, uh, me and the owner of the property in Mason, um, and he was wearing snake boots, and I was behind him. And uh, so we, we ran into a rattlesnake that was not happy about us being there and was ready to strike. He had a bush in front of him, so that kept him from striking, but what a story. So for this kickoff podcast of the NRA stuff, I just wanted to share, uh, I hiked about, I want to say... Five or six miles uh, in the uh, up and down the hills of Mason and up and down the hills of Brady over the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday weekend a couple of weekends ago. Uh, the turkeys were gobbling, but they were on other land, so we couldn't get them to come over to our land. Uh, it's all low fence, and uh, the turkeys were uh, just not cooperating. I hunted the entire weekend, the ent the entire weekend. Uh, I did not hear so much as a gobble within any shootable distance, but I called and called and called and called and called. 
Now, I've hunted turkeys for many, many, many years, and uh, I understand you can overcall them. I've called turkeys in before. It wasn't my calling skills. They just didn't cooperate with us, and um, we hiked up and down mountains, uh, hillsides, uh, you name it. I mean, all kinds of mountainous terrain and uh, rough, rugged Texas hill country terrain and, um, and and beyond. And it was just one of those things where it just didn't happen. And you're going to have hunting experiences like that and fishing experiences like that that don't happen all the time. And you know what you chalk that up to is a good day in the outdoors still. Because it's, it's, it's by the grace of God that I had the opportunity to go out there and hunt that turkey and uh, that I had the physical ability to hike and run and gun, which is what we were doing for the most part. I did a little bit of pop-up blind hunting close to the ranch house um, the morning and evenings of, uh, of our hunts. But, um, you know, I called, put decoys out, all that stuff. I, I really tried my best. The gentleman that was uh, guiding me uh, did the best that he could too, and it was an expert caller, fantastic turkey hunter, and a rattlesnake charmer, as it turns out, because he ran into that rattlesnake. And he said that he had run into that rattlesnake like the last four or five times he's been turkey hunting. Every single time he ran into a rattlesnake, and that was no difference for us. Scared the bejesus out of me. But anyway, um, it was just a good opportunity to get out there and enjoy um, the outdoors, all God's creation. Um, you know, I, I just, I'm grateful for that experience because you don't have to win every single time. Now I've talked a lot. I talked a lot in the last podcast about making easy wins for kids. Uh, that's very important. You don't want to hike a kid all the way around, you know, creation and, and not see anything and not do anything. And it gets boring. But for me as an adult and a seasoned hunter and, and a somewhat seasoned turkey hunter, although that's not my forte, I'm mainly into big game. Um, you know, it's something I've been after and pursuing for years. I just haven't connected that often. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things where I'm grateful for the experience as the hunting lifestyle goes and all the gear that I pick and, and everything else that, uh, that surrounds it. It's just really cool to, uh, to, to be around that. But, um, you know, the, the decoys and the, the, you know, hunting blinds, which I've not busted out a hunting blind in a long time. I busted out my, uh, a mirror step and uh it's a little pop-up blind kind of a dome tent and uh set that up and like i said hunted the, mo- the mornings and the evenings on this place that where turkeys were coming in to roost and turkey coming in from the roost to, to drink water at the dam it was kind of a take dam area that i was set up on and it's so they didn't come when i was there but when i wasn't there they'd come so I don't know if, uh, if, if what I was doing wrong, if, if anything. It's just one of those things. That's the way sometimes hunting works out. Well, lo and behold, after all this is done, we get home from, uh, I, I drive home from, my, uh, from Mason. It's about a two-hour drive uh, back to Leander where I live in Central Texas. And this is kind of West Central Texas, I guess, if you were on a map, uh, or Central West Texas with, uh, with where Mason and Brady is. It's kind of the outlining counties northwest of Austin. Um but anyway, lo and behold, the owner, property owner that guided me on those hunts and give, gave me so much of his time, and I'm so grateful for him, sends me a picture of a gobbler. They come strutting by the house. We could have shot him off the front porch. He was so close. So, I mean, that's just the way it goes sometimes, you know. You can't really, uh, you can't win for losing sometimes. And that's the way hunting goes. But I uh, had not seen turkeys on that place for three days. And then here comes a gobbler just strutting past the back window of the of the ranch. Could have shot him from the porch. And that's just the way it goes sometimes. So, anyway, it uh, it's, it's a grind sometimes, guys. And the one thing I want you to take away from that story is that God is 
has given us so much to be thankful for in the outdoors. God has given us so much to be grateful for and to cherish and conserve for the next generation for the outdoors. And you know from listening to me and Chester talk all the time, we're really big about that. Uh, we're really big about preserving this lifestyle for our future. Uh, here at the NRA show, the, the politics and everything are talking about protecting our lifestyle for the shooter, but there, there's all kinds of cool things at this show that go on that I wanted to talk about before we got into the coverage. There, a Pyramid Air has an air gun range. Fantastic idea for a NRA show. And they've had this going on for several years now. I've seen it the last three years that I've gone, to the last two years that I've gone. This is my third year going into the third year. Um, it's basically getting to shoot air pistols, air rifles, um, small bore stuff. I mean, just fantastic. Shoot right there at the show at, at kind of a long uh, area, long you know range, uh, air gun range, and have different styles of targets that you're hitting, different types of ammunition that you're using, or not ammunition, not loaded live fire ammunition, but the air gun ammunition. Um, uh, slugs and pellets and that kind of stuff going down range, but fantastic. So, um, you know, I, it's one of those things that the NRA ever comes to Texas. I, this is what I've been waiting on for like the last three years for us to, uh, to have, uh, the NRA here and just to get to share, share that, you know, that gun range with, uh, with some Texans and, uh, Air Force air guns here, uh, Crossman air guns here, um, you know, uh, uh, hot songs here. I mean, uh, all the great air gun companies around here are, are here doing, you know, showing off their air guns at that gun range, uh, here inside, uh, the K Bailey Hutchinson convention center. So that's kind of cool. And, um, I wanted to definitely give a shout out to pyramid air for putting that on and having the NRA range officers and stuff staffing that because that really is a event that, um, you know, really gets to, um, you know, help marksmanship, help with shooting sports, help teach kids not to be afraid of guns, especially air guns, because there's very little recoil. There's very little, uh, you know, um, uh, in a lot of cases, especially with the small bore pellet rifles. Um, and, and it's just a fantastic opportunity to get out and shoot. Uh, you don't have to have an FFL to get an air gun. You don't have to have a, a class three license to get a, um, a suppressor for an air gun, a moderator as they call them in air guns. And, um, so I talk about air guns a lot on the show, but, um, I just can't say enough about them being a quite clean and efficient way to, uh, to get in the outdoors and enjoy shooting sports. Um, they're a lot cleaner. They're, they can go a lot more places, um, than firearms or powder burners as the air gun community calls them. So, uh, but lots of great things going on here. Um, I'm really excited. We have just signed on a new sponsor for a digital special program and I'll reveal who that is pretty soon. Uh, that's another innovative thing that happened at, uh, at Texas fishing game this past week. And I'm really excited to bring this company on because they've got a fantastic versatile product that I think you're really going to like. So stay tuned for more info on that as we progress through the series. Um, but I'm just going to bring you, you know, the best that I see as far as the companies that are bringing stuff. I mean, I know I'm a little biased when I come to my coverage and some of the companies I talk about, you know, year in and year out, 
because a lot of them advertise or potential advertisers with us and that's how I get paid, you know, to do what I do in the outdoors for the most part is through advertising work for Texas Fish and Game and then the work that I do on the side and then all the different other stuff that I am involved in. But I, I really, really appreciate and love the companies that have supported Texas Fish and Game, but also just I'm going to bring you some general you know, stuff that is, is, is basically of interest, you know, that can help you be a better shooter. So that's my goal for what we do in this podcast is just to try to bring you something that's going to be of, of interest to you that would help you be, you know, a better marksman, better shooter, better hunter, uh, all those things. There's just so much here to cover. So like I said, I'm going to, I'm going to cover some of the companies that are, uh, that are supposedly going to be working with us in the future, hopefully. And, uh, just some other stuff that I see that is really cool, on the show and uh, just have the opportunity to share that with you is great. The other thing I was going to tell you about that we have going on at Texas Fishing Game, and obviously this show is in Dallas, Texas. This NRA show is in Dallas, Texas. If you want to, I mean, make a trip uh, wherever you live in Texas. I know we have a big listening audience in DFW, Dallas, Fort Worth, the Metroplex or Metro Mess, depending on who you ask. Um, and uh, you've got uh, you know folks coming from Houston, Artie and Roy, my. Uh, manager and uh the owner and the publisher of the magazine are coming in um saturday and um got a got a wide variety of people traveling from all over the state to be here so if you can't be here my whole goal is to bring to you around the nation all kinds of different you know stuff that, that will help you be a better shooter do some interview stuff um you know, and just some, some content. I'm a big gear guy, as you guys all know, and I did that whole gear review podcast a couple of episodes ago. Um, I, I love this stuff, and I just I have the opportunity to, to shoot it and, uh, and, and, and review it and that kind of stuff. And I've got a new flashlight that I'm going to review soon. I also wanted to give a big shout-out to Barnett Crossbows because I recently received and have uh, set up a Whitetail Hunter Pro Crossbow. I didn't review this on the review issue, but uh, they're here at the at the NRA show. And crossbow shooting is just so much fun. If you even if you need to use a crank cocking device, if you don't have the shoulders to pull back a uh, you know rope cocking device on a crossbow, the Whitetail Hunter Pro runs at like 380 to 400 feet per second. I know it's a crossbow, it's an archery tool, but they're here at the show with that. Um, technology that they have in their crossbows and their fantastic crossbows the other one i was going to mention is um the uh air force texan which i own and i've talked about ad nauseum on other podcasts i don't know how much i've talked about it lately i can't remember how much i've talked about i've done so many interviews lately uh how many uh uh other you know places i've talked about it on the show but 45 uh 45 uh caliber um uh air rifle and uh they have recently, and I want to talk about this if possible, this, this show, they've recently passed the legislation to make air guns legal on big game, native big game in Texas. Now, you've always been able to use air guns for um, using them on, on, uh, on exotic deer, axis fallow, black buck psyca. Um, you've always been able to use them on wild hogs. Anything that's an exotic and not a native game species to Texas, but... Recently, uh, Texas Parks and Wildlife, and I've had some of the behind the scenes from this, uh, has agreed to do this, but then the law, the legislation came under fire after somebody went out with an underpowered air gun and made some bad shots and 
uh, did not impress the landowner. And I, you can look for that story. It's, it's a bunch of different places. But I'm just hoping they keep it up because I got a sling and uh, some swivel studs and stuff on my Air Force Techs. And I'm ready to take that bad boy deer hunting this year. Uh, 45 caliber, 1,000 feet per second. Mine's not the suppressed version. It's the, uh, the regular version of the um the air force texan one of the original air force texans that was in production uh back in 2015 i think is when i received mine i love this gun it's quiet it's clean it shoots well it groups well it's fantastically accurate and uh, they make them in the 357 and the 308 as well and i talk about air force air guns a lot but there's so many different good air gun companies and i want to get more of them to sponsor our podcast and and uh do some dedicated shows with some of them because there's just fantastic stuff in the air gun world that a lot of people don't even know exist. And it's just kind of cool to be able to showcase that stuff to you. Um, especially with air guns potentially becoming legal for us to shoot, um, here in Texas for deer and, uh, Turkey and, and that kind of stuff. So uh, a lot of really good things there. So I wanted to just give two quick shout out kind of reviews, uh, to the Barnett whitetail hunter pro and whitetail hunter, um, which is a smaller version of the whitetail hunter pro, uh, crossbow and then the um, the awesome um, uh, Air Force Texan because I've got an Air Force Texan and an Air Force Talon P and uh, both of those are fantastic guns. The Talon P's is like a little five caliber pistol, air pistol, but it's kind of like an SBR more than anything. It's kind of like an SBR to AR because it's just a short, it's still got a, got a stock on it and everything like that. Uh, it's not really handheld with one hand like you would a handgun, but it's it's considered an air pistol, so uh, really cool there. So anyway, that's about all for today. I just wanted to, to touch bases with you guys and just see how everybody's doing out there. And if you have any questions for me, if you like the show, please find me on Facebook. Last name is spelled W-A-R-N-C-K-E. A lot of you have done that, by the way, and I'm really grateful that you have because it's, it's great to connect with my listeners. Um, I never know, you know, if, if what I'm saying and what I'm doing and what I'm featuring a lot of times is is resonating with you guys. But what I've heard is really good stuff so far, and I can't thank you enough for supporting our show, sharing it with a friend, giving us a five-star review on, um, on, uh, on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you heard this show. Uh, would be ideal. It would be perfect for us. That would help more people find the podcast. And we're just trying to grow this slowly. Already we're growing by leaps and bounds. And uh, it's just really um, awesome to have the chance to, to share this with you guys. So anyway, please, um, again, uh, subscribe, review, um, tell a friend. And also check out, we're on Spotify now. We're on um iHeartRadio now, and we're also on YouTube, of course. This is I've, I've done the YouTube automation, and then my blog at warnkyoutdoors.com it has uh, new episodes posting on there too. And then obviously fishgame.com, which is where all the episodes post uh, as part of the Texas Outdoor Nation coverage. And we have a new show every two weeks. Lately, it's been every week, so I don't know how much longer I can keep up with that pace. But I just want to bang out some good content for you for NRA because I love doing this show. I love talking to people and, and just you know dealing with cool products and telling you about them. So I uh, really appreciate your support over the years, guys. Thanks so much for watching, reading, and listening. Have an awesome day in the outdoors. We'll see you next time.